When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cool. Welcome. Welcome. (laughs) Thank you for having me again. Uh, (laughs) One of our most popular guests. Unsurprisingly, you haven't been on it. Oh, real. (laughs) (laughs) Every time, every time I hear the word popular, I think of that scene in Bridesmaids. Uh, You haven't been on in six months. No, I have not. A little, little update, little six month update, huh? It's crazy podcast time. It goes by so fast. You think you've had on a guest super recently, but it's actually been much longer than it has been. Yeah. Um, How was your workout today? It was great. Yeah. You know, I honestly, I work out for like, man, I feel like it, mentally it's nice. I feel like I'm just, I can go throughout the day. If I don't work out in the morning, I just have a really shitty day. Oh. So I try to work out as like every morning if I can. Do you do everything your trainer says to do? Or sometimes are you uh, like, I, I don't want to do oh, this? No, I pretty much do everything that he says. There's times where like my, like, cause my elbow, I'm still doing my elbow from the accident. So there's times where I like physically cannot go anymore in my right arm. So we have to just like figure out an alternative because my arm is still... Do you have lift days? Is it a push day, a pull day? Are we doing cardio? Um, he, he, it's kind of like a full body pretty much every day, except for like when we start doing weightlifting, then he'll have me work on like shoulders and back one day or legs one right. day or chest one day. Are you going into a public gym or a private gym? Private gym. Are there other like influencers I, I, I who are working out no, there? No. You have the whole place to yourself. Well, he, it's like a little studio. It's not like a whole gym. Oh. So he turned his apartment into a gym. Oh, so wow. Bottom floor is like a gym. You see, you know, you don't see on like Snapchat. I can't. I, didn't, I could tell that it's someone's like. Oh yeah, no, it's someone's. It's someone's apartment. Oh, it's like a studio apartment in Hollywood. Damn. Are the neighbors just like underneath? Just no, like no, here's the bottom floor. Oh, that's the yeah. move. So I, and I'm sure he got that for a reason. Bottom floor. Is he in great shape? A great shape. Yeah, that's good. Is he there when you're working out? Oh yeah. Yeah, okay, it's just you're him. It's just me and him every day. Okay, so you yeah. don't like have to self motivate. He's there telling you He's what to there. do. I, I have to have a trainer. I, if I don't have a trainer, I won't work out ever. I'll I'll get I'll get three hundred pounds and I just won't care. You wouldn't just go to David's house at ten a.m. I start I can't, stuff I can't up. work out by myself. I need someone telling me what to do. Accountability. Yeah, I'm like a lost puppy when it comes to like working. I just don't know, and you know, I just don't care either. You know what I mean? I don't care to go to the gym and work out by myself. Do you ever yeah. get pissed off and you're just like, hey, how about I don't do that? Um. No, I just push. I I really just try to push because it. Good for you. I'm sure it's annoying. I'm sure he has to like he he tells me about like other annoying clients, like clients he has that he has to deal. So, I I just want to not be that annoying client. And, yeah, like, just like get the shit done because I, it's he's working just as much as I'm. Like, have you ever had an out of shape trainer? <laughs> um, they they might look out of shape, but they're very strong. Correct. I think I've had some in the past where like I've worked at like the big chains like oh LA Fitness 24 hour fitness and I there they kind of hire everybody to I think as a way to create a community of getting healthy but I had a trainer one time where I'm like you don't have the body that I want like I need somebody who has like the dream physique that I am striving towards I think I think that's important too and I think like like Equinox Every trainer there like has a pretty good body. They look Sports Illustrated, right? It also kind of represents your like gym as a whole too. You you want to have like people that are like in shape when it comes to like 
trainers. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because if, if you if you go in and like there's out of shape trainers, then you're not gonna like they're not gonna bring any business to you. So yeah. it's not very motivating. What? It's not very motivating. It's not very motivating exactly. to say, oh well, if you work out, this is what you'll look like. like and I you're mean, like a horrible trainer. Imagine being a trainer. Outfit. I think you'd be just fine. I look no, great. I mean, I, nobody would ever want me though. Because I am not in that physique shape that like it's like it's like a mannequin. You look at a mannequin, you see clothes on, you're like, damn, that looks good. You put it on you, it sucks. Uh, so you want something these people could look at and be like, okay, I, I I do want that. It's like you know when you look at the shelf and there's a good food, they want to make it look as tasty as possible. I, if yeah. it's in some blank ass shit and it doesn't look good, you're not you're never gonna buy it. Presentation mm. is everything. Exactly. Let's talk about this necklace, Zane. You feel like yeah, you haven't taken this off. Uh, uh, you know what? It's because I don't have any necklaces. This is like the only one I've ever had or owned, pretty much. So I just I don't know. I just gotta go gel and I just wear it. And it's, it kind of looks like a it's a pill, but it looks like a it looks like a podcast mic. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's a pill. It's a pill. Oh. The girl, the girl, uh, my friend Emma Pills, she makes uh, pill necklaces. <gasps> Cute. So, but it just looks like a podcast mic to me. More. It does look like a little bit of a so, microphone. I, I, I kind of like it. What? What? But I'll, I'll get over. I feel like in like two weeks, like I'll look and be like, oh, I'll just take it off. I'm just wearing it because it's like it's a. It's, it's like, new. It's new. It's yeah. fun. It's exciting. It's exciting. You're a jewelry guy too. I'm not a jewelry guy. I've had just the just the one single gold chain to remind me that I'm from New Jersey and there's a lot of Italians where I grew up. That's good. And. uh Brings it back to my roots. You know what I've never like been on, but I see some guys rock or just rings. Ugh. I I wish I could do rings. I just don't have pretty hands and pretty <laughs> fingers to be rocking rings. Just same. I had a ring. People would be looking at your hands all the time. I do not want people looking at my hands ever. What don't you like about your hands? Just look at my nails. Oh boy, it's it's gross. You bite your nails. I, I'm a heavy, heavy nail biter. You bite your nails. I bite my nail to the core. Yeah, I can. I mean, I can see that. You yeah, little it's, nuts. It's, it's really gross. Like, I every day I look at them and I'm like, I just Zane, just buy the nail polish. Just do it. Like, it's gonna suck. You can't like when you're eating food. You can't like like lick your finger. Like you <laughs> have to watch yourself. Like, you can't rub your eyes. Yeah, that's anything. what we. Because there's what like a little bit of like spiciness like, on it. It's like it's pretty much having hot pepper on your fingernails all the time. I feel like that would taste kind of good though. It just mix it no. into your. Sounds a little bit. I feel like we get some ranch going on. <laughs> it does not taste good because not only does it taste like pepper, but it also tastes like nail polish. Ugh. So it's like a mixture of the two, Ooh. and and that's the main thing. I just hate that I can't like, I I can't do any. Like I don't want. You can't touch your fist. Have you ever bit it down so close where it's like bled? He, Matt. All the time, but it bleeds all the time. I do a kid who like there's blood. Uh, there's always blood on my sheets, on my clothes. Could you bite your nails? My nails, yeah. Have you ever tried to put like the bitter agent on there or something? I've, I've, I have. I it actually started working, and and then I bit it off. And then I bite my nails again. Are you biting all throughout the day, or do you have like a, a time of day where you like to bite? Um, well, there gets a I guess a point where like it'll hurt. <laughs> And then I'm just like, my hands hurt. Like, I can't touch them. And then two days later, I get that l one little nail that's ready to be pulled off. And you get so excited. And I get so excited. Can I ask you this? Do you ever, do you ever like, finish with your hands and start looking at your toes? And you're like, okay. Um, I can start getting to your toes. Never like, but you clip your toenails. But I'll just like, I'll just start like picking them. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like something, something is sticking out of your body. Like, I just want to pick at it. Yeah. I pick my, I pick my boogers a lot. It, when something is, <laughs> When something is like poking out of my body, I like to just pick it. Scabs love all day. I mean, nail biting is like a very widespread phenomenon. You're not yeah. alone in this. You know yeah. what you should get? You know what you should get? You should get acrylics. 
Just get the most natural looking nails, nails, but they're fake because then you can't bite them. It's going to look like I'm wearing fucking nails, though. Like, it's going to look like I'm wearing... You could tell. They they don't have, like, the thinnest type of acrylic, but then you'd be like, I want to get that off. off. But I could, but it will, like... You'll never find natural looking nails like that. I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to buy you the... What's it called? The nail polish. The, with the, the spiciness like, yeah oh yeah just look up like nail biting uh nail polish okay i'm, I'm gonna buy it for you and we're gonna put it on sure i i then he's gonna do it once he's gonna hate it and then he that's the it. point i'm telling you why like i just i can't get but i tell myself every day that i'm gonna do it what if i'm gonna do it today i'm gonna do it next week do they make like hands that you can buy like a fake hand that has nails on it that you can just chew on throughout the day like there's got to be a replacement for this. I, and again, no, the no. I mean, what's what's a better convenience than right here? <laughs> Just wear gloves. <laughs> I tried gloves one day. I couldn't do. It. I, 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 you can't use, use your phone. phone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there are a lot, you know. But also, I'm just coming with excuses. Too. You chew gum. What um, if you were chewing gum? Because then, I, like, I, I do chew gum, but like gum does not like satisfy the urge. Satisfy. The, I don't really eat gum. I, I used I to never be really... all about gum when I was I young, and I don't do it anymore. Yeah, I, I like mints. I don't know what it is about gum. I just I am not about it anymore. I do. I'm in full agreement. When you're like in high school, you gotta have gum on you. Yeah, always. always. High school, college, you gotta. Have, now I like. Ugh. I, I don't like mint. I don't like talking to people when I have gum. In yeah, me. I feel like yeah. I'm being rude, and it's just like little. Yeah, there's times where I'll just like dabble with it. You know, I will just put it in my mouth and and then. Spit it out like five seconds later. Why can't they, you know like bubblicious gum when we were kids? Like the big, just chunky, oh, cute one of those. Why doesn't like the flavor last? Didn't he, uh, like minty places make chunky gum like that? Chunky bubblicious gum? Yeah, that's but like mint white flavor minty. minty though. Yeah, but just mm. that chunk. Give me that chunk. Yeah, of gum and not this like tiny little one. You know? I know what you're saying. Yeah, the the thick. It's like biting into a marshmallow. Yeah, yeah. They don't, don't do that. that. Like the ice on one. It might be just too much. Yeah, even like strips, like Wrigley strips or whatever. That sometimes is a little bit too much. I have to like pull, cut them in yeah. half because then, but because oh the mid is so overwhelming. You used to be the person who would give people half a gum. Oh God, who are you? Get real. There was a lot of people in my high school that were the half gummers. I'm like, gum is not that expensive. Like. Come on. I remember the first time my one of my dad's friends offered me two pieces of gum at once, and I was like, that's the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah, it's right yes, there. exactly. You're like, damn, bro. Uh, dude, and it's, Ubers all the time, they have full packs of gum. They give you a lot. Yeah. If Ubers can do it and LeJarves can do it, then you can And if it's it. gum where it's being pushed out of like the little like aluminum thing, that's status right there. Like someone, because you know, like if it's Orbit, you just see all of them. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't, it seems like it's pretty easy to share. But when you are like reminded about each one, it's like pills. You're like, yeah, you take it. I, yeah. I'm giving they you each a chance to get a visual slot, like that big pack. That big pack, man. They, that was smart that they did that. Oh yeah, that like giant fat pack that you open it up. Oh, it's, it's like, got a buy thing, a wallet. Man. Yeah, that one, dude. I see it everywhere. The buy full wallet. Those, yeah. I and every if I do have gum now, I always make it a point to offer two pieces of Tic Tacs, mints, whatever. You offer two pieces of gum? Always. That's, because That's a little... Because when that guy made such an impact on me because it used to be, yeah, people would rip it in half, they'd give you one, but they'd kind of wince and like, oh, I only have three pieces left. You give someone two pieces of gum, they'll remember that shirt for the rest of their lives. Why does an Altoid, like though, make a, like, a soundproof can? I think it's about Altoids when you walk around and it, everyone just peered to clink, 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 clink. It's like, damn. Wait, so you want to announce the whole world that you got Altoids and now you got to give a piece to every single person in the room? Like, come on. Yeah. We're, they should make a whole campaign about that. Like, shh. 
Uh, yes, I mean they put that piece of paper and thinking it's gonna work, what and it is just that paper. It's like rolling paper. It's like you can like roll a joint like after it. But what's the need? Like, what is it? A patch of yogurt? Like, what's the fucking? What's that thing for? But it can't be that like environmentally friendly, like, right? What is it? A PR package? Mm-mm. Like, just uh, get rid of it. You'll save so much money without having to print those fucking papers. Just a little foam liner, just a little bit of foam yeah. all around on the inside. Shake it. Yeah, that's a commercial. That's a whole, that's a whole thing, right? That's a good idea. Altoid sours, though, they need to bring back. Do you remember those that were big in like the the night the two thousands? Altoid sours. It oh, was like, oh yes, yes. Oh, I thought those are icebreakers. Well, icebreakers like the liquid ice? No, no okay. icebreakers. Yes, oh. those are the best. Oh, I have my, in my car. I do. I'll get like stomach aches by the, because I'd eat so much. The flavor in those is unbelievable. Yeah, because it tastes like food. It's yeah. it's not a mint. It's it, like this is a whole it's a meal. Vitamin. It's a vitamin for sure. <laughs> I like. I, I'll pop it in like it was a Lexapro. I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm good for the hour. Good for two hours. It was nice. Have you ever done the thing where you've gone into a dark room and you can like bite it and it like sparks? <laughs> Gung? Icebreakers. Icebreakers. There was like the TikTok ones thing. you have. Yeah. If you go into a dark room and like if you bite it in a certain way, it like emits like a green spark. If you're that at it doesn't sound very healthy for you. I agree. <laughs> well, it's because there's I, I don't know I, I don't think it's about the ingredients, but there's like static electricity in it. There shouldn't be static electricity in your gut. Go- Dave icebreakers. made a TikTok about this. He put Taylor in the in the movie theater room, it was pitch black. Taylor bit down on an Altoid and the thing like flashed green and then Hank Green stitched it and like explained what was happening. Oh, because thank you, Hank Green. Yeah, pretty sick. Wow, okay. You've never tried it? No. Okay, we'll do it today. I thought, I, I don't know if I've seen that video or not, but. And then we can do Bloody Mary after it. I will never do that. Oh, and icebreakers liquid ice. <laughs> Is it liquid? Is it ice? It's icebreakers liquid ice. Oh, you never did Bloody Mary as a kid? I would, I'm still too scared I, to I do it. I did it once, and I didn't complete it because I was like really scared. That yeah, I'm like, saying. I would do it now. How many times do you just think this? it's silly to do it You now, would do it? Whole, no, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, me, I wouldn't do it. I just don't think it's... Why bring that energy? Yeah, it's, the horror stories I'm her, I've heard with like Ouija boards is insane. Like people's actual stories, and like I believe them. Like I don't think people would make... Some people would, but like I... Yeah. Half the people would would not make shit up. I feel like they're really into spirits and shit. I really believe in that. I think if you really invite them and let them in and want them to cause chaos in your life, I think they will. I agree. You've never seen a psychic, right? Um, I've I've seen psychics. I've like had phone calls with psychics. Oh, how I thought about it. Did any of the stuff that they said come true? Not really. No. No. Okay. I'm just so surprised how they're able to like afford the damn real estate. Same. But have you ever noticed they're not actually in prime real estate? It's like a closet on a main street. If you ever look in to a place that says psychic, it, the wall is six inches from the front of the door. You're, you're, they took over like the janitor's closet of the subway next door. They're not paying that much in rent, but I have no clue how these people are in business. But, they, but they're charging. Uh, it's a lot of money to see a psychic. Is it? Yeah. Like like 200 bucks? It, it, it could cost between like 60 to 200 bucks. But you want to make, you want to be in like an area where there's like the wealthy kind of housewives who are on a bunch of, clon, oh. uh, on a bunch of clonopin coming <laughs> yes. in. It's just oh, g- giving cash just to be told what they want. Good things are coming there. I would drive out to Mount every day as a psychic just to be in that area because uh, (laughs) you're just telling, yeah, telling rich women what they want to hear. Exactly. Aaliyah telling me there's a psychic she saw that is in Alan Malibu and she said that it was like the most insane experience she's ever had. Your beachfront property is fine. (laughs) You don't need to worry about that. Your kids love you. Your kids are going to come back. They're not going to continue to be terrible people. Your kids are going to be grow up to be great. Oh, they're just, those psychics just bring bring up real estate. Yeah. (laughs) 
beach, right? Oh, no, no, no. You, you're definitely in the hills. If, yeah, I, 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 if I had a beachfront property, I think I would need to see a psychic just to tell me that there is going to be no, okay. like incoming tide that is going to wipe away my home. Oh, yeah. Oh, my Do you, God. I'll be right back. That's a quick word from today's sponsor, Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, celebrates every effort you make to improve how you feel and how you live. Even a small step can make a big difference. And if you've been working on your mental health or if you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. And, you know, sometimes you can get down, life can get a little overwhelming, it can affect your life, and it's helpful to talk to a therapist. If you're not sure how to get started, Talkspace has made it easy to find a therapist that you'll like. It's convenient to meet online, at home, where you're most comfortable. Talkspace has made a huge difference in so many lives and can do the same for you. Do you think seeing a therapist or a psychiatrist would be helpful, but you don't have the time to actually find one or meet up with them or even afford one? Try Talkspace. By doing everything online, Talkspace has made getting the help you want easy, accessible, and affordable. At Talkspace.com, you can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. It's incredibly convenient to have virtual sessions with your licensed therapist from the comfort of your own home. There's no need to commute to appointments, miss time at work, or line up childcare in order to attend sessions. It's mental health care made easy. Talk and Talkspace also lets you send messages to your therapist so you don't have to wait for your next session. And therapy can help you shift your perspective, find tools to cope in difficult times, and be a guiding light. Talkspace is secure and private using the latest end-to-end bank-grade encryption technology to store client information and complying with the latest HIPAA regulations. Talkspace is affordable and in-network with most major insurers. So, to celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and to celebrate every step you take toward a better, richer, fuller life, Talkspace is offering every listener of this podcast, Hoot and a Half, $100 off your first month with Talkspace. Just go to Talkspace.com slash HH. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash HH to get $100 off your first month and to show your support for the show. That is Talkspace.com slash HH. And now, back to the episode. Uh, do you see yourself as like a beach guy? Like if you, if you had the money, would you have it like right there on the beach or are you more into a view? <sighs> neither or you just want like a pretty just home inside I, I think a pretty home i think is much more important than having a view dude i've seen the worst houses with a view and people will buy them um just because of the view i was like that's crazy to me like yes. don't you want to buy a house for what like for what you're putting the money into having a view is not money like that's crazy i agree money is you're buying a house Make sure that house is exactly what you're paying for. I agree. You know, it, it's so silly to me. Like beach, I guess I, 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 it makes sense because it's your backyard, but you'd have to be on the fucking beach. Like if you're anywhere before that, no, not worth it. Like you're gonna be by the beach, and you gotta be on the beach. And if you if you have a not if you have a view, you're also so far from civilization. Like you can't just like walk down the street to Walgreens if you're. It's 20 minutes yeah, to get like anywhere. You can't invite people over and host a party. Yeah. And it's like, there's nowhere to park, especially when you're in those windy part of the hills. And there's no cell phone signal to get, get out of the hills. I went to a party recently, and they were, even on his Wi-Fi, you could not get an Uber or a Lyft up to his house. But for some reason, every celebrity and rich person wants to live up there. I'm like, that is insane. I would never, You couldn't pay me to live in the hills. 
Dude, Heath and I were like, you know, back like four, five years ago, and we we're like, oh my god, we we should live in the hills. It's like that's where it's that's where it is. Yeah. And the, everywhere we we're looking, they were so expensive. And it was the shittiest houses with no view and no parking. It's like it's just because it's in the hills. Yeah. And they're selling to you as Jimmy Kimmel lives right down the street. It's like who gives a shit? You're never gonna see him anyways. And the architecture in LA is all over the place. There are some of the most hideous houses out here that these people have built. Like us. It, some look cool, some look great, but it, there, there was no, like, cohesion to, like, what L.A. style art. I mean, you see, like, Mediterranean stuff. You see all, like, the really, truly like, expensive stuff, but some people just, like, drew the houses themselves and, like, yeah. built it the way they wanted to. But, like, but house hunting out here is not fun at all. Like, looking at houses to rent, to buy, not fun. It's not exciting. But go out anywhere else. Chicago, South Carolina, anywhere like that yeah. with the budget that's out here. You yeah. wouldn't even be able to pick a place because there'd be so much to choose from and you would like about 15, 20 houses mm. and you just couldn't even make it. Do you ever go on Zillow and just look like Wisconsin and you're just like, yes, yes all the oh time. Oh my God. It, means, it makes me hate being here. Like seeing all what you can get out anywhere else. Mike, is the housing market going to collapse? I, Thanks for asking, Matt. I've been told. Uh, well, I, I, it's a tough balance. No one really knows, but it should because everything is the dominoes are like, like I wanted to. Like, yeah, and I, I, everyone wants it to. But the thing that's different about this time is that when it does collapse, there's these like big investors like BlackRock and other big banks that are ready to buy the houses in cash no matter what. We're not competing with other people anymore. You're competing, competing with like banks. This, the system wants us all to rent for the rest of our lives. Yes, that's, that's fucked. That's, I, that's how it's all structured. And it's not the American dream. I know. They That's how they sell it, but why are why is every single bank and big for and if they're buying everything they yeah buy everything so we never own anything yeah so we're people buying houses that they cannot afford i mean yeah that's, that's what's happening that's what happened what in 2008 the, what was the movie we watched big the, short oh big short. Yeah. yeah like i i i just see that happening again very, it's happening right now yeah uh, the, but they're not giving out loans to people who can't afford them like they used to right no but they just came out with this new thing that is it makes absolutely no sense if you have a good credit score and you apply to get a mortgage, you now will pay more to cover people who have lower yes. credit scores for them to get a loan for their mortgage. That's becoming a thing. I just asked my financial advisor. He said it's it's being it's it's pushed in fucking sane, dude. Good credit score. They're being punished. It doesn't make any sense. So meaning they get what a higher interest rate. Yeah. So like so like if if you have a good credit score right now and you go apply for a loan and let's say it's like six percent, it's going to be seven percent and. They'll say like, oh, well, it's only $40 a month for the next 30 years. And you're like, okay, for $40 a month, okay, I'm helping other people. But that's like $15,000 over the course of the loan because you have a good credit score. Because the whole thing is fun. Shit. Have you ever had a bad credit score? I have. Really? And I got out of it. Yeah, no, I was I was in a shithole for a good like five years of my life. What caused, wait, what, what time of your life? Is it, it back it, in the it, Vine days? Just, just bills, just bills that I didn't know were uh, not being paid. Oh, shit. Like, just very hidden stuff that I had no idea. Like, if it doesn't, like, if I'm not seeing it in front of my face, like, now that we have our phones, we can tell. But, like, yeah. back then, if you were, like, not something, you're missing something in the mail or it wasn't getting to you, that, like, th yeah, they were, they were, was still it on charging the poor level or was it like, what's the levels of credit? I mean, my like, credit score was down to like 530. Ooh, that's not good. Below 600 is pretty bad. Like bad. Like I wasn't able to buy. I wasn't able to get a car. You can't. Rent anything. Yep. You can't do anything with a low credit score. Yeah. Do you remember what the bills were for? This is perfect opportunity for a true bill. It was <laughs> honestly probably for one or two 
yeah missed payments yeah it's like missing payments were but i wasn't seeing it but i was paying for everything else yeah on time i didn't realize about like credit it wasn't until like actually five years ago but when i had credit cards i didn't realize you could just like auto pay it i thought oh, so to yeah. manually go in and pay the credit card bill every yeah. time and then when i realized it was auto pay it took so much like stress off my mind but, then but i was like Thinking I had to go in and like pay these increments or like mail it in, but then you, yeah. you set up auto pay on one one time. You have to like switch credit cards and just forget. Yes, oh. that's happened to me so many times. So used to auto pay, you're not thinking about having to take that credit card number and plug in. Yeah, when your credit card expires, they don't tell you. Hey, your credit card. They yeah. tell you three months later when you're when you go to turn on your TV and your power's off. Oh yeah, you haven't paid your bill in three months. I don't even tell you because that's more money for everybody else. I always have such big fears. Like, is there something I'm paying for that I don't know about? Like yeah. that you, it's just a recurring payment, but it's not. You know, you have all of your on on your iPhone, all the subscriptions you're paying for. But you're like, but is there something else somewhere that is being pulling out money continuously? Dude, people deal with this every single day. There's always these head like apps, apps. Dude, the amount of apps that people pay for that they have no idea that they're paying for. Oh is yeah, probably. probably a billion dollars. Apple makes it so hard to cancel subscriptions that you have. You have to go into your settings, then your like profile at the top, and yeah. then click subscriptions, and then view the subscriptions. Cool. <laughs> it's like wild. your like your New York Times. Would you know how to cancel the New York Times? You no. can't I do it. I can. App. Yes, I can. In okay. the app. Oh, wait on iPhone. Yes, subscriptions you cancel. Mm. Matt, I was uh, I was subscribed to. Uh, you remember full screen? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Remember the little app that they had where they had shows? Yo, yes. ninety. Okay. So I one time I I downloaded it and I had to pay monthly just so I can watch an episode that I was on. Right. I was able to watch. I had to download. So I paid. I paid for the monthly, and then all of a sudden, like seven months later, deleted. I, there was no way for me to uh, cancel my subscription, so it was charging me twelve bucks oh. every single month, and there was no way back then. There was no way to, to like no subscription yeah. unless you either called your credit card company or you um or you call Full Street. But like they had, it was just gone. But they were still taking my money, which is insane. Oh. Like I don't understand how that's illegal. Yeah, so I have to delete an app but still take payments. Mm. Isn't that a giant fucking lawsuit? There's a lot of big scams in America. We got to rise up. Fight back, rise, people. Rise, rise up. up. How much do you pay, pay in iCloud subscription a month? I pay, I pay a lot. <clears throat> I pay 12 bucks a month. I pay $10 for the two terabyte. Yeah. I think mine's 12. I, I, I definitely, I pay something. I just, and I pay for Google, like Google Workspace. This yeah. subscriptions is what it, it's, you, you have to, you're, you're cooked for the rest of your life. Imagine you just took away Gmail, <laughs> took away like your iPhone, AT&T, whatever. We're fucked. We're all fucked. He, he, I mean, he talked about all the time how like, it's totally possible for them to shut down the grid. It's just, it's so scary that like they get to, to shut, shut down, down the grid. Yeah, but they don't want to, they want the money. If they shut down the grid, they're not getting paid. So they're not going to shut down the grid. They're just going to make us keep paying more and more. Yeah. It just, it just kind of gets scary to think about. This is why I'm going to run for president. I'll get all the insider information I'll, and then, yeah, you got my vote. Cool. 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 What's your, what's going to be your policies? Your, what's your platform? Um, let's see. Well, name, name a topic. I'll tell you my take on it. Um, are we running for LA? No, no, no I'm running for, for president, president of the United States. Um, which I think I could get. <laughs> <like, laughs> um, I'm like, how can we make homes more affordable for people to buy? Uh, there's, there's, I don't know the specific policies, but I'm sure there's a way to make a law that says if you, if you're a company that makes over a certain amount of money, you're not allowed to buy X amount of homes. 
Like there has to be a limit for how much a company can can own homes. I like that. There has to be also. I mean, the biggest thing I would do is there's discussions about this, but the military budget that we have is fucking insane. Matt, do you know how much we spend? Okay, look. Before you continue that, I want to add to that. We were just looking at goggles that like night vision goggles. Night vision goggles, right? Heath bought some. <laughs> Heath bought night vision goggles. I don't know. We I don't know how what which ones he got. But we were just looking at night vision goggles on Google. Yeah, they go between like twenty thousand to one hundred and ten thousand dollars. And if we're looking at the military, they probably have the most expensive. Yeah, and they're buying hundreds of thousands and ten thousand dollar for one pair. For one pair. Oh right? yeah. Oh yeah. When I saw that number, immediately I was like, "Oh my god, the military!" But like, just imagine Let's, how much everything costs. We spend more. The U.S. military spends more than I think it's the next twenty nine countries spend on their military combined. So it's wow. the U.S. spends like X amount of trillion dollars a year, and then it's like Russia, China, Japan. uh France, England, like all of their military budgets combined is less than we spend on our military. That's insane. And teachers get paid dick. They don't get paid anything. So basically what I would do is they take the money. Dicks? No. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> That's mine. That would be my big platform policy is take yeah. the money. Like, and this is a quote I like a lot is, you know, what was, and people say, well, the teachers are working hard or whatever. And you know, teachers always have to buy their own supplies. Yeah. When was the last time you ever heard about a cop needing to go into their own budget to buy bullets? Yeah, I mean, you don't hear about that. No. no. Mike Sheffer for president. You but for me. In elementary school, you would have to, yeah, bring teachers school supplies for the classroom. <laughs> yeah, bring yeah. tissue boxes. Yeah. No, we don't have enough tissues <laughs> for all the kids' runny noses. You get to bring tissue boxes. Wild to me. And they would, like, stack the tissue boxes up on the cuppies <laughs> and everything. Hey, like, need a couple pairs of night vision goggles for $100,000? Sure, go ahead. Wow, that yeah. is, that is crazy. So wait, but then does the military? What do they do with the stuff that's like oh outdated because they gotta buy new stuff? Do they just sell it like on Facebook Marketplace? No, they just they just like, leave it. They just leave it. It's just wasted. What? And there, there's like a there was a whole thing in like I think 2015 or something. They built like a bunch of planes that they were gonna use, and it cost like trillions of dollars for like 30 planes. And there was like a problem that they didn't realize, and the planes just never were able to fly, and the money just got spent, and that was our money. We're so fucked. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And they're not able to take those parts and like... Why would they? They already got paid. That's what we got to get into. We got to get into military contracting, guys. That's, <laughs> that's what we got to do. Fuck this YouTube shit. I've seen that movie, man. I've we got to start movie. manufacturing tanks and bullets and planes and selling it to the government. And that's how you make it. That movie was based on a true story. The War two guys were just... Always, they were selling weapons yeah. to the military yeah. or other people's militaries. I've never it seen was, it. I think it's... You know, Anna Diarmas is in that film, and she didn't know English fully when she got the role. And so she was having to, like, feed lines or hear what, like, like the lines had to be saying them and just, like, say it right back to the camera. Wow. She, like, I think, like, not lied, but over-exaggerated how, like, lied on her resume going proficient in English, and she did not know it. That's... Good for her though. Yeah, thank you till you make it. She still, she still killed in that movie. So like, it, it, I think it was worth, uh, worth the lie. Mm -hmm. What other languages do you speak? I used to speak. I used to speak fluently, uh, fluent Arabic, uh, Arabic fluently. You can't do it anymore. No, I think it's happening a whole new audience. Eh? I know, I know. You, uh, it's it's in here though, right? So if I go take like Arabic classes, I think in about six months, I think I can, I, I can get it all back. What if you were in? What if you're in a room with two people speaking Arabic and they're going back uh, and forth? You I could probably understand what they're saying about ten percent. Oh, you really lost it. Yeah. Huh. I could like. I could pick out words, mm -hmm. but I couldn't. 
I couldn't tell you exactly what they're talking about. Did you ever learn how to write in Arabic? Yeah. Can you still do it? I had to read the Quran. In, I'd, in Arabic? Yeah. That language is like, I, when I look at the writing, I'm just like, this just looks like uh, lines. I, I, we had to write like just like sentences and... Do you think, you, could you still read it or you don't remember how to read it I either? I read it. Damn. Yeah. I can read it, but I, I can't understand it. In Arabic, don't they like kind of write backwards by the word? Uh, yeah. It's, well, it's, yeah. it's uh, yes. it goes this way. Yeah. 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 Left, yeah. Left to write. It's not backwards, Matt. Okay. Yeah, American not. is left to right. Okay. And Arabic and Hebrew are right but to left. I get it. It's backwards. I was saying from the American perspective. Yes. Well, have we ever looked at Unfiltered to see what our biggest non-English speaking country is that listens to the podcast? So um, we ever did like hire somebody to, to translate it? Yeah. That's interesting. I can look it up right now. I'm going to guess it's either India, Philippines, for non-speaking, non-English speaking countries. Either India, it, no. India or the Philippines. No, dude. India loves the internet. Philippines, I, I I feel like. Or it would be an English speaking country like Canada or the UK. Those are my my guesses. All right. Let's well, see who our human stuff audience is here. Ge geography? Yeah. Let's see. And maybe we can do a little shout out to our, our people. Um, wait a second. Okay. New Zealand, English. Yes. What's, what's Ireland, the, English. What's the country right? Yes. The country right under US is New Zealand. Germany. Ger oh, there you go. Yeah. Wow. Germany. Mm -hmm. Shout out to our listeners in Hamburg. Guten Tag. <laughs> uh, South Africa, English. English. So, you know, oh, India is second. There you go. So, Mr. Beast, you know, he has all these now teams who are doing active translating in all their videos. They dub How yeah. much do you have to like pay someone to truly sit down? It's, the... it's pretty expensive, but it's so worth it for them. I bet AI, though, you could like just get these AI speakers just. So, um, I think for their videos, they don't. No, I think they hire people to play different characters in their videos. Wow. Wait, he remakes the videos? No, no, he doesn't remake the dub videos. Them. Dubs over them. So I think he hire like he has the same character that has the same character. Yeah, that's how they do, do you know it. For who like, does? I'm sorry. No. Go ahead. Do you know who does the voice of Mr. Beast in Japan? No. It's the person who does the voice of Naruto. Like he hired like the guy, the girl. I think it's a girl who does it. And obviously he's going to do that because that's just going to. Yeah. That's viral in itself. Like yeah. that's a conversation piece. That's so smart. Yeah. That guy is just Mr. Beast. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's insane. Like it's just wild. Well, it's he had wild. one goal. His only goal was to get as many views as possible. So yeah. that's your only goal. Like he, didn't he back in the day just say Logan Paul a million times? That was yeah. like one of his yeah, first videos. His first viral video. Wow. He just said Logan Paul, Logan Paul, Logan Paul, Logan Paul for like uh, a million times. It's like that. That was first video I ever saw that like I was on like Facebook and it was him just doing like he bought like a hundred thousand dollars worth of scratch offs and yeah. I watched that whole video because I was like, oh, what's he gonna win? I'm just so yeah. curious. Title yeah. and thumbnail. That's it. Didn't he do a video once where he was like, "Hey, this is Mr. B uh, this is Mr. Beast. A year uh, from today, blah blah blah. I have this many subscribers." And then like a year later, yep. He had like two million. Like, what, yeah. wasn't it like a crazy? Yeah, he. I think he was hoping video. to have like a hundred thousand, and he had like ten million. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. insane. I took how? How? He's he's just a genius. I just it's. I though would never want to be him. It's all like the even the videos he makes where you're having all of these people compete for money. I can't be around that type of energy of all these people. It's a little dystopian. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, like when he cures blind people, like that's cool, but it's more the system that 
allows people to need to be in a video like that is uncomfortable. I think he yeah. un he obviously understands that people like to watch that shit. Right? Yeah. Like, just look at TV. He didn't just come up with that idea. No. Yeah. He sees what's popular on on television, and then he just takes that and then runs with it. Yeah. I think people. I think we just see it because YouTube is more like realistic, so yes. we just see it as like, oh, that's weird. But you go to Fear Factor, they're eating bucks for fucking uh hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. True. Yeah. I think his rewards are much better. Yeah. I agree. I'd rather be on a Mr. Beast video than. Any, uh, any fear factor, on. yeah, yeah, absolutely. American I Ninja Warrior as a YouTuber, and then agreed. So, Mr. Beast is actually also just donating a shit ton of money. To yeah, you. if I and correct me if I'm wrong, no, I, I think, think he's he does. donating a lot of the money he makes, not a lot. Sorry, or he like invests it into the reward of what these people are exactly competing exactly. for. And, so, and I mean, like, people used to watch like Jerry Springer, and you don't win any money on that. You're just like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like, exactly. let's just have people who are you know. <laughs> terrible lives fighting each other yeah, on TV. I feel like though his videos now have like shaken the ground up for what a prize really is. Like what yeah. are we competing for? It's not just like, oh, you're going to win $20,000 on Wheel of Fortune today. Like let's amp up <laughs> what the prize is. I, I don't like talking about brand deals, but let me work brand deals into this. It's so funny that like Mr. Beast has come up with this whole like world of like prizes because a brand would come to, uh, like, would come to us and go, hey, we want to do a giveaway. We're going to give away like these balloons are the, and I'm just like, Benny, we are in 2023. Yeah. <laughs> no one wants to do anything. Yeah. Anything without winning some cash money or a cool fucking prize. Car, money, house. It has yeah. to be like. Or a lifetime supply, supply of something. Supply. I've oh, always wow. wanted to win a lifetime, a lifetime supply of something. Like people with lifetime supply of Chipotle, I'm like, that's amazing. Yeah. Like you can always go and eat. Like your food, it's guaranteed every yeah. day. Yeah. Like you exactly. get it for free. And oh, I just would love a lifetime supply of something. Yeah, I like, but it's just funny that that's what like a price should just. That's what prizes should be. It yes. should not yes. make people feel like they're walking off like embarrassed and and just not worth it. You don't want to win a PR package, exactly. Like, oh, well, that's, we'll that's, get you ready for Coachella weekend one. Yeah. Here's a box. Come on, yeah, come I'm on. with you. Do you know anybody who's ever won a big giveaway? Yeah, you won The Price is Right or whatever that show was. Yeah, uh, let's make a deal. Let's make a deal. For though, no, it a it, but it wasn't a giveaway. Oh, it wasn't any like true strategy in it. I just got very lucky. My mom in like the eighties won a refrigerator. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was like my family refrigerator. She won it at like a she like mailed in on the radio. Only thing she's ever won in her life, and like that was our home refrigerator. I, now you see, I would never trust those radio. Like, yeah, I believe even at the mall where there's like the car and you got to fill it out. I'm oh, like, this no. is just just a they want your and junk, just junk mail. <laughs> yeah, <gonna> be coming. <laughs> that was yeah. junk mail. It's it, in real life junk mail. Remember the little uh, that you sign up for your kid to be in a fashion show at the mall? Oh, oh boy! Oh, you had kids who would come back to school like the next day. And they're like, I'm gonna be on Disney Channel. <laughs> <laughs> you better watch that. Uh huh. Sure. Those fashion, those fashion shows of the ball though were the funniest things to walk by because i'd like i've never felt that on like but like there'd be times you go to the you mall see it. just one happening in the moment you're just looking at it you're just like this is what people i wore these fucking saying. creeps like and in the mall like looking at 12 years like hey you look like a model you want to come and sign up yeah it's a, that's a little a little weird who's huh? who's taking that job to scout 12 year olds but then but who's gonna take that job other 12 year olds like you got I don't, an adult it, I, it's that. just a weird that whole I thing know, is so is weird. weird do you think you could be a good talent scout not for children but if you had to scout out people for something what would you like to scout them out for uh i don't know because that's like the talent is one thing but also you just gotta see if these people are crazy people that just want the attention and just want 
and then they get to set like wants the attention yes that's what you're selling exactly like seeing auditions for like just like like little kids that like get these big roles you could really you see in the auditions like oh wow they are meant to be a star these like some of these little kids i would love to get a reality tv audition like people who want to be on big brother and you're like you're a psycho oh, uh, i would love to do that audition process for like reality like TV. you are messy let's yeah. let's go yeah. <laughs> let's bring them in you yeah the crazier the better yeah but yes like, yes it's, it, it, you have to fill up all these all these gaps right like yeah. i get the real the real sweetheart that doesn't uh-huh. like, cause any drama but you also have to get the fucking asshole yep. that's going to ruin everybody's lives and then <laughs> but so you like if you are a big asshole and you do ruin people's lives in real life, in your life, get on reality yes, TV because everyone yes. probably hates you. And you'll get paid. You might as well get paid for it. <laughs> but if you can't change yourself and yeah. you just can't help but be like this asshole, just get just sign them up. World. Come yeah. on, big brother, we need you. Because you will find other people just like you mm-hmm. that you can become really good friends with. Yeah, I, I, I think I could do that. That'd be fun. What? Like, uh, like looking, at, looking yeah. at the audition tapes of those who want to be on. Like, if you want to be on The Bachelor, you're a psycho. Can you imagine? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're desperate for attention. It's insane. There's there's no, like, there, there's there's not one person on there that, like, is, is just normal. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all competing to be influencers. None of them, like, ever maintain the careers yeah. that they... Uh, come in on as like oh i'm a nurse like blah blah yeah. blah, blah. Like, good, good, yeah you're gonna be going back to the emergency room <laughs> helping out after you get down to the Honestly, final four the first maybe first second maybe third season of the bachelor yes genuinely i think these were normal people that yep. really wanted to find love and they're having a hard time yep. after that it's all clout all clout social social media they want trying to grow their instagram and i get it i get it i would do the same thing if that was my world and i watch reality tv all the time and i want to get famous that's probably what i would do too it's get so, on the bachelor it's so funny the reality show people out here in la when they're having their first year post show they're like everything's just so new to, new to them but they think they're fucking god <laughs> Like and maybe two or three years later, you're running in, and they're suddenly so nice. Like they, 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 they suddenly want to be like, I should be on your pod. We should, we should do something. Live. It's oh, the first year. It's like they come in like they're the fucking president at parties. Like oh, don't go up and talk to them. They're just like, who are you? Like oh my. God. And, and then years later, suddenly they're just so warm and friendly. I mean, we've been doing this for about like eight. Is we've been doing about that. We've been doing this for <laughs> we've been doing this for like eight years, and I feel like we've seen so many people come and go with like how they act, and then they yes. act completely different. But we've just seen so many people do that. Uh, let's name some names. Who are some of these people that you guys have noticed had a big ego and then calmed down? Absolutely. Listen, I don't, I don't give names. But out. I would say everyone that we do know is actually pretty decent, like yeah. people, except for. <laughs> no yeah i have those you know i don't i don't kiss and so even back in like when i lived in new york there was you know obviously casey nice was like the big vlogger but there was other people in new york at the time and they were making content too and you go to like these you never went to like buffer festival no they, you heard, I, I, I feel like i've heard of it it's like an old they used to be like a youtube festival and i went one year like 2016 and there was like people there they thought they were such hot shit because they had a youtube channel next year Oh my god, it's so good to see you. Yeah. Oh, so you're moving. You're in LA now. It's pretty great. And I'm like, I was like, you didn't say hi to me. I tried to introduce myself <laughs> a year ago and now you know my name all of a sudden. I'm like, okay. 
yeah, I don't know what's, what goes you on. You just got to be nice. Just yeah. be a nice person no matter what. Like People were, will remember that, especially like first uh, impressions. It's so important. Yeah. Especially how you're so important. Yeah. I, I always try to be the first. I, every time I meet somebody new, I always try to be nice. Yeah. Then the second and third time, then you can be an asshole. But <laughs> you got to be nice the first time. You have to. Uh, would you ever do stand-up comedian? No. Stand-up comedy? Absolutely no. not. I you don't think you could do it? <laughs> no, really. I, I, dude, no, like, that's like a nightmare to me. A really? Nightmare. Yeah, dude. I, I, I Did he not see me at the roast? I just had like a crazy stage fright. I guess stage I fright, yeah. It. And it's just knowing that like the, it happens so late in the day where it's like, oh, I have to go then do that. Yeah. Like people, it just these impending like. Oh, we're taking the time out of the day to come like drive to you yeah. to get to see you now make me laugh. It's like, that's a lot of, but you're funny. Like that's what you do. You're a funny guy, but, but you have to like, have, have to, st you have to be up there and you have to come up with like a um, set. Yeah. Punchline, 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 punchline. And know how the crowd is going to react. Like you have so much crowd work and skill of like reading a room and that takes so much time to build up that skill. Bro, dude, I probably get one good punchline every three days. Like <laughs> for me to sit there and do a punchline every 15, 20 seconds. Yeah. But if you no wrote, way. if you wrote those down every three days after two months, you got 10 minutes. Yeah, but the punchline is not going to make a room full of adults. Like, yeah. full adults that don't really care for you. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just, like, I'm, we were talking about this. Like, I went to my friend. He did, like, a backyard comedy show. Yeah. And it was, like, good comedians, but, like, not the greatest in the world. They're, like, up-and-coming comedians. And I'm just, like, I, I, I could do that. You want to? I think I, I think I would need to figure out how to write a set. And I would probably, like, work with, like, you or Jason and write a set. Because that's the hardest thing, I think, is writing jokes. Yes. I can get up on stage and fucking oh, be funny. Not only that, you also have to memorize it. you got to <laughs> memorize it. No, no, when you're, when you're coming up, though, you get like the little piece of paper, and you're like, oh, yeah, Toyota Cambria. Yeah. But like, it doesn't look good, though, when you're reading. It, uh, yeah. And once you already know how a joke goes, and it's already like there in your head, there's something about it, though, like my brain... It's just not as good as like the first time I said it. Yeah. And I think that Spark now said that joke like 10 times. I like don't even find it funny anymore. Because to dude, me. when I like when I read before the rose, when I read my set, like when I was doing it in the living room and I was comfortable. Yeah. I was killing it. Yeah. But then as soon as I got up on that stage, your jokes, it just doesn't sound the same anymore. It just mm -hmm. like you have to say it perfectly yes in order for the joke to yeah happen. one syllable if you st stumble the whole yeah. thing is not funny anymore oh, stumble anywhere that's it yeah your whole you might as well pack up shop and then and then restart <laughs> and, and you just see someone in the crowd go like or someone just making eye contact with someone who does not find you funny and they're just like Dude, Heath and I were doing like a Q&A at a college, right? And we didn't realize that they mi mixed up people. There was people there waiting for the next act. Oh. And they were within the people that came to our Q&A. I have no oh. idea who you were. Half the people had no idea who we were. So we were just like trying to be funny, answering questions, answering shit that nobody would like understand yeah. if they didn't know us. And just looking around, they're just like... Mm. Uh, oh, see, uh, that stuff stays uh, with me, like going to bed, like I will lose sleep. But you have to have that tough of a skin yeah. as a comedian to be like, I don't care, on to the next just thing. Not give a but, shit. oh, I would still just cringe the next day thinking about it. So you don't see comedians, like, if you go to stand up and you're just like, I could do that. You don't no, think that in your head? I see comedians as, wow, like they truly have a talent and they have mm. the balls to go up there. And the good the, ones. I got to go see professional comedians. And it, it, it sucks because we have friends out here and they're doing stand up props to them go out do it do it as many times as you can but if you invite me i might not show up because it's not you you can't also watch watching it. other 
amateur comedians get up and do stand-up, I cringe. I, and what's sad is like you remember all the bad ones. This camera just went out. No. No, I think it's the other one. Like you remember all the bad ones more than you do the good yes. ones. Yes. Like I stays with you. I've seen some people out in LA bomb bad. Like, oh, were you there that one night? Did you go see Hannah Pilkis did stand-up and she was great. Yeah. But there was another guy who was like a drunk. And it's like all of his friends oh, no, were there. No, no, no. I, buddy, I'll the, never forget that. Because you also, you like cringe on their behalf. Like, I've, yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. And like, you start sweating because you're like, well, what's going to happen? You just, you just want them to do good. Yes. yes Every yes. person you see that's not a, like that great, you want them to be amazing. Yeah. Like, you want that for them. It's like, not that's, fun to watch them exactly, bomb. Exactly. It's not fun at all. But, you know, there's some people that love watching people bomb. I know. I think there's, real uh, comedians yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, they, they get off on that, which is a crazy. Can it just be like, you're finally getting good as a comedian and then you're there at the comedy store and then just like Dave Chappelle just like walks in to watch you oh. like that type of pressure <laughs> i would just like but then some people i just feel like just get very excited they're like oh my god i mean fuck yeah let's let's do this like to me like that's a true comedian that's a true stand-up yeah um and but yeah watching really good ones oh my god it's it's so fun watching a good one uh, is the best yeah we watched um john mulaney no we watched uh a little controversial by lucy k oh so Amazing! We oh were at the God, we were at the so taping, good. right? What? Weren't you there when we went to see that? That was the show that we went to. Yes, yes. The, yeah, the, the, uh, dude, the the people you had before. Oh, the openers! Oh my God, just so good! I just yeah. like I'm just so jealous that they had that much just Confidence. going on. Yeah, in their in their body and in their mind and in their self, where they yes. feel, like they could just entertain. Yeah, I don't think if I like I don't go to see Louis C.K. and I'm like I can do that. That no, is like it, you're seeing the master. Yeah. But you go to like a backyard comedy show and it's like yeah, he's like kind of funny. I'm like. We're all funnier than this guy. Yeah, but he has the balls to go up there and tell and, and do that it. Takes like half the that's a, that's a half the skill. Yeah, it's getting up there and actually doing. And it's wild that you have to perfect like five minutes, a ten minute set, fifteen minute yep, set, yep. doing a whole hour <laughs> of just talking. <laughs> yeah, God. that's a movie. That's yeah, a, like that you are. Yeah, that's impossible. That's re that's I'm saying really tough. But I think like you could do ten minutes. Uh, maybe I could. How many jokes is I would I would be more Depends. of a storytelling comedian though if I was a comedian. I would be too. I'd be a I, I would want to do a storytelling one. It's right. like about the punchline. It's just like the delivery and the moment and the thrill of what you're talking about. Yeah. That is like funny. The story itself is funny. I yeah. guess it's packed with punchlines, but I have to focus on like a story. I can't do just these one liners. But when you bomb on a storyline joke, and people are like, uh, no. Yeah. It's even worse. It's because when you do those like quick jokes and nobody laughs, fine. Move on to the next it, one. Move on to the next one. And you didn't build it up. But I've heard <laughs> I've I've heard good like five minute build up like storylines and just and the last line is like and there the were butterflies. The crowd goes silent. And silent. it was just like Where's, Where's the book? Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. And he knows he's been practicing, practicing that for probably the last like three months. It's painful. <laughs> it's the worst also when you, as I already just have so much fear when I'm telling a story, like in halfway through the story, you're like, is this even good? <laughs> even, on, <laughs> even on the podcast, there's times where I'm just like, I don't even know if I want to say this. <laughs> well, that, well, we have the, we can edit. We have the, the option of cut it, which is nice. You know, all the time we'll say something and we're just like, cut it. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Cut it. But yeah, okay. So no stand up for the for the gang here. No. Absolutely not. But I could see us doing. I think we truly could do a good show, like on stage of us just casually talking. And if we had the stories like planned out of what we wanted to, yeah. 
I, like I, I, just need, I think we just need certain good bullet points. Yes. That's yes. all we need. I think that's what's important. We, it doesn't need to be like, we need to say this, then this, and this. And right. This. As long as we have like good five bullets of what we need to hit, we're really good for working off of that. But on every live, if we were, if we did a lot, like a live tour for unfiltered, the first 15 minutes of every single one is going to be just very tough for me. Yeah. It's, it's getting, it's getting past that. Once you're past that and you feel the energy in the room, yeah. people are a lot like that's when like, it gets very, very easy for me. I'm like, because when you're comfortable, then you're able to like make better jokes. You're able to like, are feeding off the energy rather exactly. than like being repelled but by I, I just want people minutes. to get their money's worth because yeah. they made yeah. their whole day about coming to this they exactly. instead of chilling right off of work and not doing anything they paid they got on the train they got in the uber yeah. to come to this exactly. and like i just want them to get their money's worth and that's just the big imposter syndrome the people are pre-gaming yeah look our pre-gaming before they, they're like we got a pre-game because we're gonna have some fun at this show yeah imagine just them walking out and i feel like that's good that would be a reflection on the show too because yeah. If I saw, if I met somebody that I loved and the meeting was just not that great, mm. I don't know if I could go back and just like watch your stuff again. Like I yeah. would just remember that for a really long time. Mm -hmm. So that's something else that I'd really like worry about. Just like, would they want to come back to watch the podcast? Yeah. If the live show was not good. Yeah. I don't know. I also that's feel scary. Yeah. Also, it may, maintaining also a good sense of sobriety when you have to go perform and be your funniest self, like your loosey goosey self, just knowing that like a lot of comedians just don't drink at all. Oh yeah. And you're just coming like and that, and that's like, your fear that you're dealing with. And your funniest self is when you've had a few beers with friends I and stuff. To, yeah. Oh yeah. That. But then you're doing that all night. You're just yeah. like become a drunk. Exactly. And then when you're not drinking anymore, you start getting tired. You start like, I know like if I like, if I have a couple of drinks and then I stop drinking, I'm just, Oh yeah. I feel tired. it. Yeah. I, I'm tired and I get anxious. I'm like, I just want to sleep. It's just pick your poison, mm. pick your poison. Hmm. Or take some shrooms. Do you think shrooms would help? Oh shrooms? yeah, that's what you so, want. Yeah. Take some mushrooms before you. A bright light shines <laughs> on you, and there's a room full of strangers looking at you. I think a good I little think, microdose. I think a good little microdose would help me. Absolutely not. I think it would help me. Did you ever have to do like big presentations like in high school or anything? Did that like scare you in front of a class? Yeah, you know we all had to do that though, but never like a college too. Were you funny but, though when you were doing your presentations, or you took it seriously? No. Oh, really? No. I, the thing is, I wasn't like I'm again. I'm not like a good present. Yeah, pres like a performer. Like performer, yeah. like, especially like in a live crowd like that. To me, that's a live crowd. But, yeah. Like maybe if I was like on a Zoom call, I could probably be a little funny. You know, like <laughs> from a Zoom presentation with the class, I could maybe. Like yeah. I think it's like seeing everybody looking at you. Like mm -hmm. that's to me, that's like fucking hell, yeah. nightmare. Yeah. All right. Or like to me, acting, same thing. Acting, if there's a big giant crew in front of me and I have to act, I'm going to be horrible. But if like you put a camera on me and there's only like two people mm -hmm. there, like a camera guy and like Matt, if we have a fellow, I could be a pretty good actor. Yeah. Yeah. When there's not a lot of people that I feel like I'm performing for. I'm always jealous of actors how like much time they have to really prep for their role. Like they get they get books on the project. Now you have four or five months to get in the best shape of your life. Sit down with your lines every day, rehearse, and then you by the moment you show up, it's perfect. Every little acting project or sketch thing, it's always like we're doing it within 24 hours. Yeah. We're just looking at scripts, saying shit. But to then you're, camera. they're not getting top A list acting. Yeah, yeah I know. I mean, but, so it's like, but. I still think those actors are good. That's still a really hard job. You're, you're memorizing a whole fucking movie. Yeah. And you want to be very simple on set because I feel like 
just like A-list actors, just like influencers, if you're hard to work with, if you don't remember your lines, if you're just like, you're not making anybody's life easier, why would you? Why would they want you in the next movie? Yeah. We're going to just find the ne- another Brad Pitt. Yeah, the guy's easy to work with. Many. There's 20. There's 20 to 40 A-list actors that you can easily get that's going to be better than the next person. And dude, wild as an actor, you never knew, know what cut they're going to take too exactly. of you like your worst take could actually be what oh, they include why, why do people always take my worst acting takes do like they? i never felt for anybody we'll film it like five se- five times and i know they got the worst one because like <laughs> i know like i'll act it out i'm just like all right that was my worst one thank god we're doing four more yeah and they all use the worst one and i, I sometimes i feel like they're just they're trying to they're trying to um sabotage you? sabotage no, no, <laughs> no because no, there's no, no. no way i was like let me see the other ones i'll see the other ones like that one's so much better and they're just like we really like this one i'm like you must like bad because <laughs> that was the worst scene i've ever done yeah you gotta look out for yourself that's why it's good to control your own that's why youtube yeah. is is the is the the way dustin hoffman was notorious though for like driving directors crazy where he'd be like i need to come to the editing room and like sit there and go through all this takes and being like nope this one this one not that one and they'd be like yo dude it's just a scene you did great in all of them but he took his craft so seriously and just to the point where you get a little neurotic about it yeah that's you i respect that the dustin hoffman absolutely no you want you want your best self out there that you want to make sure that it's the best Mm. i get i respect that but if a room full of people say one scene is better than another, and I think the other one is better, you gotta listen to the room full of people. You like editing yourself though. Like I you, you it, yeah. can look at a lot of clips of yourself and be like, which is the one? I'm very like, I don't. If I know there's six more of me doing this, yeah. I don't want to look at it. But I get. But I'm really good at looking at other people's like. Yes. Like if I am not to edit like a skit. I'd be really good at grabbing exactly what's the best scene and what's the best acting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm. I'm not good. <laughs> yeah, I'm such a good actor. I feel like we have, we're in such a, like an, like imagine we were all amazing actors, amazing actors, right? I feel like the the um the potential for us is just never end. Like we, we I feel like we could easily get shit, but it's so strange because we're, we're really good. Our identities online are so bound to like our true self. It's weird us playing people who aren't ourselves. It's just you think people, you think you think uh, you think uh, producers or uh, directors, you think they would if they saw too much of your true self online, they wouldn't want you acting in. I do think that that's why, like, actors sometimes, like, back in the 90s and stuff, like Johnny Depp or whatever, when they go on the Yeah, they, they come in, like, they're really cool, and they're just, like, kind of quiet. And, yeah. They, and they, then they can go and act, because you're like, okay, well, this this guy's really good at acting. But they if they know... This. Yeah, if they know that you're just, like, this silly, goofy guy, and then you're, like, playing, you know, Ryan Gosling in The Notebook, but it's, like, Zayn Hijazi, they're yeah. like, oh, come on. Back then, I think, that, that I feel like that would have been more weird, but today, I think it's so acceptable. People love seeing personalities, especially in, like, actors. Yeah. If you see, like, personalities, like, dude, fuck, what's that guy from, Stra- uh, not Stranger Things, uh, one of, like, in Riverdale or something, Riverdale? Yeah. There's a video of him, like, playing with his baby and just, like, being all weird, and people love to yeah. that shit on Yeah. Uh, they don't see that. They never see the outside of, like, it's a good, yeah, it's a good position to be in. If I were an actor, though, I don't think I would like to play, like, too much characters. I would just like to be, like, a oh. Jason Bateman, where you're just kind of the same thing in everything. It makes your life easier. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Able to perfect your, that, that, like, act, like, that type of acting. Yeah. yeah. There's so many actors like that who, like, play, kind of play the same thing. Like, or, like yeah. Stiller's always playing uh, bit Yeah. Stiller. It's, yeah, they have... Yeah, I think they're just like kind of being themselves at yeah. the end of the day. I, yeah. I think they're, they're, they're themselves are the best 
Yeah, there's characters. a lot of actors that like that's not the character you're yeah. watching. The, like Will Smith is Will Smith in every movie. Exactly. And usually, I feel like comedian, like people in the comedy space, they yes. stick to yes their own like the, yeah. they stick to one character. But like really, like you know, like Le- Robbie's. Yes. Like obviously, they're not like comedians, but they, they can fucking switch up at any point. Yeah. There's like yeah. Well, Zane, thank you so much for having us on. Zane Hijazi, ladies and gentlemen, my dear friend, co-host, and roommate. Love you, buddy. Thank Arigato you. gozaimasu. Arigato gozaimasu.